This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IPA livecast. Today is the first day of autumn. This signals Rob's departure from the beaches, and his return, to the craft of making jack-off-lanterns. What? No, not jack-o'-lanterns. Jack-off-lanterns. It's when Rob carves a hole in a pumpkin and puts his flashlight in there. It's spooky season for Rob's wiener. Our IP live cast starts now. Two comments. Wow. I just uh, she really resold the jack off, jack off lanterns. That was fantastic. Like the other one, did you hear it turn into a to like a Brooklynite at the end? Yeah, in the air. He sticks his dick in there. Oh! <laughs> Little Jack Horner. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, welcome to RIP. <laughs> uh, and uh, we're having a, we're having a bit of a technical issue to kick things off. Uh, it's the the first. No, it's not the first day of autumn. It's the first weekend of autumn. I think. Isn't right? it the first day of autumn? Yesterday would have been the first day, right? Uh, I or... think it's today. I thought yeah, uh, summer it, ends it, on, it's on the 25th. Today. Oh, it's, yeah, it's today? today. Summer ends on the 22nd? Since yeah, when? you blew it, Rob. You could have gone to the beach yesterday and you didn't do it. I couldn't have. It was too cold. It sat. The last beach day was unfortunately Wednesday. Wow. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. a beach day, I guess. But, uh... It is sad because remember last week I said all it takes is a few bad weather days and, and it's gone for me. And and guess what happened? What did Mother, Mother Nature do to me this week? Took a big old piss on your head. Took a big old piss on my head. <laughs> what accent is that? I don't know. Is that Southern? Was that Black? I don't, who should be offended by what you just did, Rob? Just all listeners. <laughs> anyone, anyone with good taste. Uh, but yeah, it's a bummer, but I did end up going back to my, my Russian, uh, indoor pool. Uh, I broke my autumn seal. Any, <laughs> any interesting encounters so far? Well, any old so man I, balls? I went a little, uh, later in the day, uh, because I went after my jujitsu session. Did you shower in between or did you go right from jujitsu into the pool? No, there's showers there, and you're required to shower before going into a pool. It's proper etiquette. What happens Rinse. if you don't? They don't let you in the pool. They tell you. How do they know if you showered or not? You're not wet. It's it's pretty visible. What <laughs> if you're just wet from the jujitsu sweat? The I guess you could get away with it then, but I was not. The, the sweat had dried up. But also, I want to shower. I want to get that stank off because it's not just my sweat stank. Mm. It's my, all of my opponents' is sweat stank. You know, so. Uh, How many opponents in a session? Uh, it could be three, three to five or, or God six. Damn. Yesterday, I actually had six because. It was an open mat thing, so there was no lesson of the day. It was just rolling. So it was pretty intense. Darren is back. I'm back. I like uh, this. I like the the phone angle. Yeah. Why? What's wrong with my other angle? 
I don't know. This is just different. This almost feels, feels like you're calling intimate. from prison or something. Oh, why does it gotta get, be prison? I don't get I don't get prison. I just get like like we're we're FaceTiming, like it's late at night and like, hey, what are you yeah. up to? Rob, hey, uh, what are you I, wearing? I Rob? <laughs> I'm wearing a youth coach shirt. I love it. Maybe it's more like we're a news show and you're like an ACLU lawyer calling in to talk about a crisis of some sort. <laughs> yeah, the sewage in uh, Brighton Beach has been exacerbated <laughs> by, by Rob. Well, it's okay now. Rob's not going there anymore. I was going to say Rob's summer of shitting has thrown off the ecological balance of the... Uh, <laughs> Wait, it was Rob that was putting all the feces in that water? I thought he was just swimming through it. God damn it, Rob. Well, I'm sure. Say, I, would say, I would say my diet has gotten to a point now where it's no longer, like, I'm no longer taking these sort of. Actually, shit. I take it back. Oh. I take it back. <laughs> it's not true. I'm still taking mega shits. In the ocean. In yeah. the ocean. Never in the ocean. That's no, what we're talking about. I was going to say. In the ocean. With, yeah, uh, Rob, no one food. cares. No one cares about your volume of shit until you start murdering crayfish. Yeah. That's the problem. I see. No, I, I, I can't. That doesn't seem comfortable to me to shit while floating. <laughs> you don't have, you could be standing. You don't have to be floating. I guess. Standing and shitting doesn't seem comfortable. Well, I don't know. Rob's, I've never done try it. it. Rob is so tall that if he stands up while shitting in the ocean, people will see the, the turds come out. Right, it has to be a really, really high tide for me to get away with that. He's so high up that the pelican would just swoop by and grab the turd right out of his butt. <laughs> He's high up enough. Can you imagine, like, you know how the pelicans have those big, like, like those uh, the, the bottomless beaks where all the, the fish go in? And yeah. it's just full of rob turds? <laughs> Why you gotta be rob turds? Because you're the one that goes to the beach and shits yeah. in it. Where what? Since when? You admitted it like two minutes ago. I might have <laughs> embellished that last day. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute here. Uh, yeah. But By no, the way, someone wasn't. needs to make that Photoshop of a pe- of Rob in the ocean pooping and a pelican just gobbling it all up. <laughs> Duder. Yeah, Duderino. Duderino doo photo. <laughs> More like Duderino. Exactly. And. <laughs> You stole that joke from Darren like that pelican stole that turd from your butt. Pelican thought it was getting a nice fishy treat, and then all of a sudden, oh. it's just... Rob, at least give the pelican a, a, a some a little bit of pleasure and eat some seafood next time before you shit in the ocean. <laughs> so it'll be a oh, little well, that's, fishy. that's virtually guaranteed. I feel yeah. like uh, seafood is like my number one source of protein. Uh, I guess no, I eat more chicken than I do salmon. Oh, okay. Uh, it's like chicken, salmon, and and, and scrimps. And That's nothing fine. else. Yeah. You, well, you said you eat McDonald's. No, no, no. There's greens, uh, you know, like sides and stuff, but th- that's not. What do you get on your it's frequent McDonald's trips that you've talked about? They're not, that, they're not that frequent, but it's if I if I do go to McDonald's, typically it's a breakfast. If it's not it's a, the uh, it's the uh, oh you did uh, mention s- that. sausage egg and cheese biscuit, but right. if it's a lunch burritos, a lunchtime McDonald's thing, I have to be like starving and there has to be a huge amount of time since the last time i've had any mm. sort of fast food like if i had just had any sort of fast food i'm like no i i shouldn't do this i like i should really like save it up yeah like like reward points but with junk food <laughs> i think i'm gonna hit up some fast food today i the last time i think was when uh the rolling roaster trip that we mm. all did that's what, that was a while ago god damn yeah or maybe uh 
I'm trying to remember if there was something in between. There might have been, but I've been do- I've been eating very well. I'm proud to say. So, what fast food are you going to do to break the seal? I haven't. I haven't. I'm thinking it over. I don't even know if I'm going to necessarily go because it's pouring out here. Yeah, but we'll see. I'll keep are, you updated, Sid. Thank yeah. you. Like, like, are there? Are you? Are you feeling more of a burger, uh, a chicken finger? Like, how? How do you want to consume this? Meat? It's not time for me to eat red meat yet. That's on the 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 first and fifteenth of the month that I portion that out. So uh, I'm gonna. So it would be something chicken, but maybe maybe a Popeyes chicken sandwich. Mm. Okay. Or maybe maybe I would go get like an upscale version of a Popeyes chicken sandwich at a nice place. Oh. Like a buttermilk. Yeah, I've I've had trouble with the Popeye sandwich lately. It's I think I mentioned this on the air, but it's getting worse even since I mentioned it. That the quality is not very good. Not fresh. I was That's never a, a fan of it. I always felt um, like I don't need the buns. Get the get the tenders. <laughs> you know, I don't I need like those the, extra carbs. The I don't need it certainly, but I wouldn't get need out it there! if it wasn't <laughs> during my. Chicken. But if it wasn't during my uh, fast food binge, I would say yeah, I agree. But the fact that I'm binging out to do a break from my diet, I want it. But it's a nice if you just look at it, like in a food sense, it's a nice balance. Like the, the if they have a really good bun and when it's prepared the way it's supposed to be prepared, it's very, very good. But a lot of the places half ass it is the problem. Yeah, maybe that's it. Maybe I just never had like uh, a Popeye's that cared because I always felt like the balance between the breading and the uh, the the chicken thigh meat wasn't wasn't an even balance, and so uh, that's I, I always meaning too like much of what and not enough of what too much too much of the like the thigh is usually too fat and sometimes undercooked. Uh, uh, yeah, which I don't is like always that. a bummer. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's why I prefer like I really love their nuggets. The nuggets is the perfect breading to chicken ratio. Mm-hmm. And get a Who's little there? fries. The, sorry, the problem I have with the sandwich that most of the places do is they, they really overcook the bread. Like it's like it's like a hard as a rock. The breading, mm. get it? And you oh, they to toast it. Oh, the breading. The breading, the breading is just like a like a wall of granite before you get to any chicken. <laughs> it's like That's granola. why I still go with the McDonald's McChicken, like the old school, like high school cafeteria McDonald's chicken sandwich, because I it's just something comforting about it, and it's not that crispy like i think the newer like the chicken selects that they did and stuff like that work more like rock hard like you're talking about but the mm-hmm. old school like chicken patty weird whatever this is sandwich it still hits the spot for me i tell once, you I think I, once or twice a year i think i mentioned this on the show but i firmly believe and stand by my statement that the kfc sandwich is better than the popeye sandwich mm. i don't think i've had it still it, it's an it's a ripoff. The one Popeyes put their sandwich out, KFC said we got to do that yeah. with the chicken place, yeah. and they did it, and they came, they 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 improved upon it, in my opinion. I believe it was that. really interesting when Popeyes did this. All these other yep. uh, fast food chains are just like, we have all these ingredients. <laughs> Let's yeah. make our own version. Who cares? Yeah. It's not that hard. It's just a chicken sandwich. Well, at Popeyes, it's pretty. I hard. mean, it's hard to get it right. <laughs> No, like, I mean, it's, it's hard to oh, bite through. Literally, it's hard to chip <laughs> Well, that concludes our fast food nation talk here, folks. Maybe. Yeah, uh, we didn't plan this one, so. Yeah. Uh, I want to I wanna do a little local, local Shit, news. Shitting in the ocean? Oh, okay, sorry. Uh, not that local. Not, that, that's hyper-local. 
<laughs> to Uranus. That's News uh, 12 shit. Uh, <laughs> earlier this week, our beloved mayor, and beloved I say ironically because we love to laugh at him, mm-hmm. uh, Eric Adams. What'd that old scamp do now? <laughs> well, last week he noted how there, there was going to be budget cuts across all sectors of the city budget. Uh-huh. And if you have a problem with it, you could blame it strictly on on having to pull resources for all the migrants that are coming in. Right. Is- now, surely, surely, I mean, between the three of us, the largest, most bloated uh, uh, budget budgeted thing in the New York City budget is the police. So surely the first <laughs> thing they would be cutting would be the, the gigantic, astronomically huge police budget. Right, Rob? Is that correct? Well, it's funny you should mention that because <laughs> this story actually highlights a oh. new initiative from the bloated NYPD budget, what? Uh, which what? in fact is not cutting the budget, but in fact adding to the budget. Well, that's wild. <laughs> is that true? Because in the report that I saw, mm-hmm. they say that this new thing only costs nine dollars an hour. What? And they brag how that's cheaper than actually paying an actual human cop. Oh, so they're renting this. Okay, yes. well, let's take a look at the report. Okay. Uh, uh, I have the report, and then I have uh, relatively raw footage of the press conference where we get to see our mayor in action oh, boy. doing the job, all of our tax dollars. Of the he three is of a job. He really is Mayor Quimby. He really is. <laughs> it's, it's true. All he's missing so, is the sash. We got to get him a sash. We love our wonderful uh, police officers. <laughs> Here is our local ABC affiliate, WABC7 Eyewitness News with the report. Owns and digi dogs. Now New York City's turning to robots to patrol the Times Square sub- subway oh, station. Fuck. I love oh, even shit. the reporters like first digi dogs. Now nah, they're <laughs> like, like even the. <laughs> yeah, but he's got he the. He's got the wacky human interest story voice. Not like, yeah. isn't this frightening, you know? Yeah. Well, he's not going That's on fair. the subway. He doesn't care. <laughs> right, exactly. He's taking a fucking Mercedes to it from the studio. That quaff haircut. He's got. Yeah. First, there were drones, then digi dogs. Now, New York City's turning to robots to patrol the Times Square sub- subway station. Eyewitness News report NJ Burke at Live in Times Square with more on today's announcement. NJ. Look at this big smile. Ha ha. Ha What weighs 400 pounds gets paid $9. This is what I love. I love the people watching uh, at, in these live reports. This guy is yeah. like, who the fuck? What's going on? 84. <laughs> hopping this turnstile. God damn yeah. it. Yeah, so I was going to say, 84 people just jump over the turnstile while he's standing there talking. <laughs> I'm dogs. <laughs> By the way, I two things about this reporter. First of all, your name is NJ. You should not be a reporter in New York City. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Second of all, NJ, you need a fucking haircut. What is that, a mullet in the back? Yeah. Look at him. Shameful. It's true. Did he not know he was going to be on television today? The, there's probably a barber in Times Square he could have popped into. <laughs> the really robot quickly. could do it. Especially, yeah, that's another functionality for this. <laughs> Especially right cutting to him right after super quaffed fucking yeah. beauty salon guy. It doesn't make him look good at all. So, Dave, what weighs 400 NJ. pounds, Fuck gets paid $9 an hour, and works from midnight to 6 in the morning without complaining? Robert Pesky, Dave. Oh, sorry. We, <laughs> we both went for a joke at the same time. Sorry. Sorry, sis. Also, this is kind of fucked. Like, in a way, you know, there's a, a 
an element to this that, that's messed up that they're bragging about. Here's one less New York City, you know, local. We have to pay. Yeah. A livable wage. Which, honestly, if it's a cop, I'm okay with it, but it's still a weird thing to brag about. Yes, okay. Could I also say they got the Chiron wrong? Because the Chiron is about the police dog, and that's not what they're there to talk about. Oh, great catch. Unprofessional news broadcast. God damn. I'll give you a hint, Dave. It's not photographer Mike Thorne. It's not photographer John Spry. I'll give you the answer. It's a RoboCop called K5. It's about to begin. This guy cannot be a serious reporter. This guy looks like he handles the Broadway beat. (laughs) But that's the point. Your homophobia is showing, Rob. What does that mean? I'm just saying he seems like like he doesn't. He'd be way more put together if he handled the Broadway beat. Yeah, you're right. That's That's the whole point. They send the guy who does the wacky human interest stuff to cover this. So it's like, oh, you know, oh, look at these cute, forceful automatons that will tackle (laughs) anyone trying to get on a bus for free. Oh, isn't that adorable? Here in the Times Square subway station. So yes, this thing literally looks like R2D. The future is now. The robot is even the same color scheme. Busiest subway station in the overnight hours. Nice American flag on there. (laughs) In case you thought the robot was an agent, this is the thing that kind of like made my brain explode. Mayor Adams is posing for a photo with the robot. The mm-hmm. robot, it, like I said, it looks like R2-D2. It has no hands. There's nothing resembling hands on this robot. <laughs> right. And to Mayor Adams posing for the photo is doing half of a heart symbol, which is like a Gen Z thing. Is that what it where, is? I thought he was like where, trying to give the robot a fist bump. No, like, like two people <laughs> take a photo where they both oh make half God. of a heart. With their hands, so he's making half a heart with the robot. The robot can't make a half a heart. I would have loved. Has no heart. I would have loved if the robot's laser eyes went into uh, <laughs> functionality and just sliced his head off, thinking it was a homeless person. Like his homeless person subroutine just activated. Like destroy, execute, execute, destroy. Just fucking person of color, him. too close, too close. Oh shit! I didn't even think of that angle. That's true. That could. It probably it's racist subroutine would yes. be activated because Eric Adams is too close. I mean, could that robot be any whiter? Like it's the whitest thing I've ever seen. It's shiny white. I just want to see the POV shot from Terminator Two, where it's like Arnold assessing a threat, and this robot just fucking caves in <laughs> Eric Adams's chest. And it's the new mayor. Would we prefer this robot be our new mayor? <laughs> Is it like like WWE? Like if you beat yes, the mayor, yeah. you just become the mayor? <laughs> yep. I mean, eventually they'd have a special election and it would be the robot versus a drone versus the police dog. Yeah, that's where we're going. A digi-dog said. Yeah. <laughs> I heard they're going to start selling digi-dogs at the hot dog or water, dirty water hot dog carts. So. <laughs> oh, would you like a digi-dog? Sure. Here this morning, you know they've pointed out, Dave, that crime underground is trending lower. Although felony assaults are still higher than they were before the pandemic, and that's of course the concern. The mayor insists that riders should feel reassured. The robot's going to act as a high-tech set of eyes. To I bet if we looked up felony assaults, it was like before the pandemic, ten. After the pandemic, twelve. Uh oh, right, right, felony right. assaults are up. <laughs> we you need know, like digi dogs up. now. Yeah, stat. Like- 
over the station as it moves about capturing video without using facial recognition technology. Yeah, okay. Now, you okay, know. so this is another thing that's such bullshit. It's going to capture video without using facial recognition technology. Any right. video captured innately is eligible for facial recognition technology right. because it is capturing your I just I guess they just mean on board the robot. There right, that's... That technology would have to be sent to a sure. server and then someone with a computer elsewhere. Exactly. So That's all exactly. they have to do to, to cover their ass is that this unit doesn't yeah. have that capability, yeah. and then they're fine. My big question is, what is the upskirt shot capability of this robot, and where <laughs> do not, I get that access? It's not low enough, Sid, unfortunately. Damn, it's, yeah, it's like, it's too... oh, I just don't understand. Like, How is this supposed to curb uh, assault or whatever? The, the assaulters will just look around first to make sure the robot isn't around. Well, Rob, that would have been uh, a great question for a nearby reporter to have asked Mayor Adams uh, <laughs> instead, of, instead of covering this as if it's the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Also, you know, this robot, I, I don't know if they've considered this, but it's pretty easily neutralized with just a towel. <laughs> yeah. Like the assaulter just it's needs like to have parrot. one normal like shower towel with it with them. Just yeah. throw that over the front of the machine and then do whatever. Is there, is there, what? is there towel detected? One? Abort. <laughs> abort. Is there what only there? one of these or are there multiple wow. uh, uh, ro robots? What are you, some kind of leftist with that kind of question? <laughs> what are you going to want? You want the robots to unionize now, Rob? Is that what's next? <laughs> Probably. I just want like, I mean, I'm saying if they're really trying to. Uh, keep Times Square secure. You would probably need a few of these roaming around, not just one. Yeah. Well, I, we're and, and I say this as not, not yeah. as someone who thinks this is a good idea. I think. It's, I well, mean, I'm dumb. sure the, the start they start with one. Before you know it, there'll be more of them than yeah. actual passengers on the train. The problem also, is that one, like one of these costs three point seven trillion dollars, so it's going to take a while to get a couple more. The other the thing, other... so these robots are they're not going to be near the train tracks. Like, so they're not going to be on the platform and they're not yeah. going to be on the subway car right. where I guarantee like at least 80% of these crimes happen. Mm -hmm. It's not like they're all happening by the turnstiles in the entrance to the subway. Well, People the subway wait. cars themselves ha are going to have cameras now, like the new subway cars. The cameras have... that can roll around and chase you and make you feel weird or no, just stationary no, no. ones? Just security cameras. Well, that's well, not the same. I'll tell you what would happen to that fucking robot if it was near the train tracks. I'm yeah. just saying. <laughs> That's great. It's 400 point. pounds, so it'll probably take like a few people to knock it over, ah, but yeah. Momentum. That's what you would see the 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 the, uh, the teamwork of New York City residents. <laughs> yeah. yeah, set up a ramp, you know, with like, like, like garbage and stuff, with like just cardboard. Right. Uh, teamwork and ingenuity would, yeah. would occur. Uh, Darren, I mentioned this uh, uh, while you were off, but like you know, this is essentially taking the job of a cop and Sid and I were, mm -hmm. were on the fence, like a uh, human wise, it's messed up that they're bragging like, Hey, look, we don't got to pay someone. We just got to rent this thing for nine bucks an hour. But you would think that the cop unions who are so, so like sensitive to any sort of change that you, you would think they would be against this. They're embracing well, this stuff. They are inherent bootlickers. That's the problem. So like they so if the, if, if the story is we are going to be able to harass more fair beaters and more homeless people and more people just mind their own business on the train or whatever, they're for it because it's a philosophical thing. They're never going to never going to argue against it.
in my experience. Probably Let's right. See a more. Recording audio, according to the mayor. The robot will have a panic button that riders can use to call for patrol officers. What if seeing a fucking police robot makes me panic? Can I report yeah. the robot? Yeah, so that's, right? that's a little weird that you could interact with the robot as well. Does the robot have a taser or a stun gun? <laughs> if you come up to it asking for help, you have to get tased first before you can hit the panic button. Patrol officers, mainly it's intended to be a deterrent to crime. Good luck. A deterrent. Welcome to New York City, K5, and welcome to the NYPD. Oh, the Zach's K5 oh is a robot that uses technology already in existence. We are taking an experience. Well, I would hope so. Yeah, How that makes me wonder. Like, what is he? Hold on, hold Wait, on. Huh? <laughs> How can you use technology that's not yet in existence? Well, like, why would These he say that unless he was lying? Clearly, yeah, like... it's using some kind of technology that we don't already know about. Or else, why the fuck would he have said that? K five was sent back in time by John Connor. <laughs> <laughs> technology that absolutely does not exist. Why is this? Next question. <laughs> These are the people in charge of spending all of our tax dollars. Did you guys. also just play that clip again and look at how suspicious he looks when he says that? He like looks down and looks away. It's really yeah, it fucking is, weird. It is right. Who wrote this copy? <laughs> K five. You write this. K five. Welcome to New York City, K five, and welcome to the NYPD. I cannot answer you. K five is a robot. <laughs> That uses technology already in existence. Uh, what? <laughs> what? That was the so look suspicious. Up. The look up. <laughs> what the fuck? What did I just say? I'm a little punchy right now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just had spent three hours running around in a circle on 42nd Street platform trying to get this thing to stop killing people. I'm a little punchy right now. Expansive camera network in the subway system and adding to it supplementing to it if you will if you will and adding what? a series of cameras that not only moves but a device that can connect subway riders to immediate assistance if oh the thank arises. goodness while i believe yeah. it is our duty to utilize state-of-the-art technology advancements none to... of our none of our local officials can read i mean who am i to judge i i have problems reading when i'm reading here on the show but like <laughs> look at these people you're ahead of Mayor Adams and this guy. I got a question. So I just understood him to say that K5 has some sort of interactive uh, module that you can call for help if there's a... Mm -hmm. Right, right, okay. the panic button. So if... Can you call for help if K5 is Eric garnering you in the corner of a, a subway platform? <laughs> if you could reach the button, yes. That's the one. That's the wow. game. That's the Achilles that's, heel. That's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> is our duty to utilize state-of-the-art technology advancements to help keep New Yorkers safe. I believe we must do it wisely. It is our duty to arrest that booty. <laughs> well, the mayor insists he's sensitive to privacy concerns. Of course, oh, here we go. These experts have objected to what they see as an expanded uh, security surveillance state. Okay, uh, can we hear from well, one of it. them? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That, that's <laughs> the only criticism that's like... Oh, critics to say, you know, like they're totally blowing it off, not not explaining what the privacy concerns are. Right. You know, it, well, Eric me. Adams is sensitive to it. So that's a, we're Yeah, we're fine. That's all right. Oh, okay. He's sensitive that's, that's... All right, he cries just... when he hears it. Uh, I'm having too Softly. much fun with the story. I want to I want to watch some of this. I want to uh, see some more footage of that cop that just talked. 
I got you on a podcast. <laughs> oh Technology already in the future. <laughs> and that's the best guy they had to throw in front of a microphone. Yeah. That's that was the, the chief of police. Chose. That's the chief of police. Is it? I, I know. I wait, but it's not the commissioner. It said chief. Chief something something. But I think yeah, the commissioner the is commission. over him, but then it's all bullshit because Eric Adams runs the police. Anyway. Right. Here, Here's another... ABC News report on it from a different broadcast. Let's see. Let's see if uh, who's this guy? This guy's if uh, he's been around the block, right? Sure. What's his name? I What's his name? Anyway, who, where, who? I, I can't see, see something strange roaming around the subway pretty soon. Yeah, are these are they doing like a mating dance? These two robots? What was that? Robots to help patrol the Times Square subway station. Yeah. Swan Eat Lake is, is playing, I think. With cameras <laughs> and live video and other intelligence back to the police department. It's in technology grand. Here's I would assume no. reporter N.J. Brooks. <laughs> N.J.'s back. This guy, man. They get, he lives in the subway station, so they just bring the camera crew. They're like, all right, N.J., wake up. <laughs> oh, and it's the same exact script. L- listen to this. Hey, Brooks. The newest member of the NYPD weighs 400 pounds and ah! paid $9 an hour <laughs> the and same thing. Yeah. without a single complaint. And trans- oh, my God. This is direct from, like, welcome to New York central City, casting. And welcome oh, he's of the, the transit. NYPD. He's the okay. chief trans five is a robot. Oh, boy. Control the Times Square subway station in the overnight to move up these ranks. This is a good job. With multiple cameras and two-way communication intended to deter crime and to capture crimes in Whoa. progress. Really? Oh, can we see that again? <laughs> that woman did a oh face plant, right? I God. mean, was that it's a horrible so crime, gr- but that was funny to look at because I'm a That was so person. gratuitous. That wasn't Yeah, necessary. like, why are they showing in progress? Well, because to say we need K-5, you know. Yeah, it's a, we need yeah, K-5, K-5 to stop black guys pushing white women into <laughs> subway cars. We need K-5 to record these great viral clips as opposed to just citizens on Twitter. Like, what? We need K-5 to reboot America's Funniest Home Video. Who will record the next pizza rat? If not K-5, the American. So they should take your, uh, since they're doing this already, they should take your upskirt idea. K-6 will just be like a flat, like a, like a, just a flat board with a camera on it, just going <laughs> next to the all floor. the yeah. Goes next to all all the floors just have yes. cameras. It'll be F six. It'll just be the floor, <laughs> and they, they they put them right next to all the staircases. <laughs> I mean, you put that on a server, let the cops have access to it, it boosts morale. I caught a guy trying to do some upskirt videos the other day. Seriously, oh, really? on the train platform, like he was trying to be very stealthy. I think he didn't know I was looking at him. And he was like, and getting frustrated, like he was shooting and doing it wrong. <laughs> wait, wait, you know doing the right way to do upskirt video. I mean, I've never done it, but I know simple physics. Like he was what walking was he right behind. He was walking right behind the woman, and like holding, trying to hold his phone low. Uh, but like, and then he would come back down, make an excuse like he forgot something, oh, come back down, God. and then he waited, and. I mean, again, I've never done this t- horrible thing, but I would think if you wanted to shoot straight up, wouldn't you stand right next to the side of the staircase? Like, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, and it's less effort on your part because you're not moving around making yourself suspicious. And he was getting mad. And then I think at the as I was getting on the train... <laughs> he pushed her into a subway car. <laughs> like, bitch, stand still. I'm trying to get some good footage here. Boom. Yeah, and, so I, and then so I got on the train, but then he looked back at me like suspiciously as if he thought I was... 
I was like, do your thing, man. I'm not the cops. Whatever. I didn't say that in my head. I said that. But... Uh, Darren, do you have any other tips for people trying to shoot upstairs? <laughs> I mean, yes, I do. Don't do it. It's a violation yeah. of privacy. I'm just saying from a purely filmmaking standpoint, I thought it was a bad, uh, bad approach. Mm-hmm. But don't do it. It's gross. There's so much. Why does that like appeal to people? You can see women voluntarily showing yeah. their entire vaginas on the internet. Like, With why? better lighting... It's no, got to like, be the the the, the yeah, act the of deception and invading their privacy. Yeah, that it's fucking like. weird. Mm-hmm. You're not going to so, get any good quality. It's not like they're spread down there. Like, what are you going to yeah. see? Underpants with poor lighting. Right. Ladies, guard yourself on the New York City subways. I they know they know. After Just seeing saying. that footage of that one woman crashing into the subway car, they they better know. Yeah, well, now but K5 is on the case now. He's going to be pinballing around throwing everyone left and right. <laughs> Actually, they need an upskirt division to stop upskirt videos. Push those guys into the subway car. Yeah. Or smack the phone. Like, can K5, like, reach out and just smack the cell phones out of their hands? I'm not a fan of that because I don't trust the technology, and they might smack my phone, and I'm just sitting there looking at, you know, the sports updates or something. <laughs> K5 is a Yankee fan. No, oh, fuck you're you. looking for Mets scores. It probably would be. Oh, fucking 27 no. rings, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, just have him go around saying that. <laughs> Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. <laughs> Best shortstop of all time. <laughs> so classy. So classy. <laughs> Our Reese Retuspect. Remember that? K5 doesn't shit? have any facial hair either. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. No, no hands to make a heart and no facial hair. And those blue lines on it could sort of be like pinstripes. <laughs> if anything could have made the story worse, it's the <laughs> Do we have any more footage, Robert? Uh, we have not footage, but I have the website for this thing. I looked it up, Nightscope, and it looks very... Very creepy. Oh, God. Dystopian. It's dystopian. Yes. Uh, so the uh, the tagline of this thing is you need superhuman capabilities to fight crime. And it's just like a it looks like I'm watching cops on Fox <laughs> yeah. of, of, of all these different robots with security cameras built into them. I feel like uh, sci-fi has been warning us about this for like literally oh, yeah. 75 years and we're still going to just do it <laughs> blithely. And uh, it's very creepy. And I love that one of the oh. prompts is connect with a human. Oh. <laughs> like you said earlier, Rob, I, I, I'm just picturing the co- like some alternate timeline where this could actually happen. Like the cops band together over their like desire to like murder these people in an old school way, and they get they form a faction to go against the the K five uh, division, and there's just a big all full scale war. They miss the old police brutality. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so is... my question now is like, so they say nine dollars an hour, but is that factoring in the price of? whoever they're paying to clean the piss and blood and shit off of these robots on a daily basis and the calm. The copy is so dystopian here about like what all the different places you could use these. 
like at the airport, passengers want a stress and worry-free traveling experience, and the spree- and the screening process to mitigate threats to their safety does not begin at TSA checkpoints. What? <laughs> you want this fucking robot to be like judging people? <laughs> and how how would you pre how would you screen them without the facial technology? You know, like hold on. Yeah. Mm. Oh well. Yeah, you just I, they upload it somewhere, and that that server has the facial recognition yeah. technology. If any of you guys ever run into this robot, you got to get a selfie with it. By the way. Sure. Well, I, I don't know. Is it gonna the machine gun panel gonna open up if I try to do that? <laughs> I Only bet you. I, find out. I bet you they like that though. They probably like showing like pseudo heartwarming pictures with the robot oh, sure. or whatever. Did you know like our local supermarket has one of these fucking things? Yeah, what? I was just going to mention I was I was going to talk about the Stop and Shop have these. Yep. And it's uh, got big googly eyes like it's supposed <laughs> to be cute. It's taller oh, no. than me. I don't know, it might be around Rob's height. Jesus yeah. Christ. It's, it's so like freaky. slightly taller it's than a, me. And it's supposed to be able you you're able to like scan items and it tells you the price of the items yeah they put but, that in to disguise what it's really there to do but like yeah like who would ever want to approach this thing anytime i see it i run the other way i'm like ah, get the fuck away from me well i have the answer for you rob the answer is children children love to go up to this fucking death robot and like to point at it and play with it and the parents are usually horrified to like get away from that fucking thing i've seen it like cause uh problems i've seen it like nothing drastic but like it'll stop short it's supposed to have motion detected but it'll stop short like when a person's with their their cart right behind the fucking robot and they just stop and there's a huge collision so i do that just to damage the robot sure well they'll probably throw you right in the fucking clink and make send you a bill for that shit also the aisles in that supermarket are fairly narrow is that thing just like taking up space and people can't get around it it generally mostly goes through the front areas where the registers are and the back area, uh, like, but but it okay. does go through the aisles occasionally to get from one to the other. I know, like, there's probably other stuff we could talk about, but I'm so fascinated <laughs> with this robot. I found the the whole press conference, the raw footage of this press conference with that guy and Eric Adams. Michael Kemper, members of the NYPD's Tactical Response Assistant Unit, including so Commanding Officer Frank DeGen- I, I don't care about this guy. I care about two people, Eric Adams and that, that chief of Kemper. They need to have a podcast together. Thank you so much, Justin. And I think that uh, one of the uh, concerning things for me is uh, when Deputy Mayor Banks gave me an analysis of the population the of men and women in law enforcement, uh, really in criminal justice. Uh, how those numbers are decreasing uh, substantially across so the country. So let's decrease them more by hiring and robots. what we must do is look at existing technology and see Again, how with do the we technology. continue to be innovative in its use. And it's I think not innovative if it's today. existing. You hear me say I feel like that's just how cops talk. Like, is it using unnecessary words and like yeah. the individual went to this place and the perpetrator yeah, right, right. did yeah. this, you know. They just have to sound, you know, more important. Injustice are the prerequisite to our prosperity, particularly in our subway system. When people feel unsafe to use our uh, trains and buses, it impacts our economic stability as well. 
And so we must solution every scare the shit out of them with robots yeah, to continue to see our city be the safest big city in America. And that's what we're doing. We're taking existing technology again, uh, uh, cameras of uh, being able to communicate with people and we're placing it on wheels and ensuring <laughs> that it can be used 24 hours, seven days a week if needed. Sometimes 24 but it hours. Be there for proper hours. use all the time. Recently, we, we will be using the existing time scale of 24 hours in a day. <laughs> this cop standing behind him is the weirdest looking motherfucker. Crowd it's like he has to shit and he's holding Randall's it hoping this conference ends soon enough that he can make it to the back. Like, all right, it's a fucking robot. Can we move on here? Thousands of the coffee's kicking in. Oh, we cannot tell you how properly using technology save money. We're, we're seeing it over and over again. How? I can't believe this is going unchecked. Like, how is he allowed to just say this is a good thing? You're taking jobs away from people. It's not even a debate. It's not even like a question like they ask and he swats it down. You know what I mean? Right, it's just like right, not right, even right. mentioned. But is this going hand in hand with cops being laid off? Or is this just they're hiring one less new cop? Well, oh, I don't know about a, that. At the at the top, he said there's a shortage of cops. They're okay. not even able to hire enough cops. They have so much budget, <laughs> they can't even fill it with cops. Yeah, because the K nine costs two point seven billion dollars. No, it's because you guys are so mean to, to the cops. They feel bad. They don't want to become cops anymore. That's what it is. See, you know what? Rob's going to shoot that. him a dirty look on the sidewalk, and it's going to ruin his day. So he's just going to, he's going to become a lawyer you know sid now that you mentioned that i feel really guilty like I, <laughs> i'm rethinking you're bullying all... them is what you're doing yeah i right you know what job. i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry i'm sure they really appreciate that to i think we all owe them apology from the ground or um, in the air really allows the proper deployment of manpower deployment and police resources. I'm seeing it every day at these different scenes of emergencies. When you are able to use this technology properly, you can properly deploy your personnel. Today, we're launching a pilot program to test the Nightscope K5 security robot. Oh boy. The NYPD must be on the forefront of technology and be two steps ahead of those utilizing technology to hurt uh, New Yorkers. And trust me, what? they are. Don't think we're the only one that are being in innovative. Bad guys are being innovative all the time. Oh, That's part of the GLA problem we're having. They use, use it. The bad guys tried to go to Nightscope. Nightscope reached out to us and we're like, Mayor Adams, the bad guys, they want Nightscope. Can you so top their offer? The good yeah, yeah. We're, we're topping them because we got, this is a constant battle. With the guys <laughs> are the bad guys. And, and uh, you know, we can't, we can't let them win. They got great technology. We got to buy better technology. What? I like the guy in the suit behind him right now with his eyes closed, looking like he's getting the best head of his life. It really is. <laughs> K5 the is reaching over. Where's that fucking robot? Head of other agencies. They won't stay ahead of us. Devices like Wait, hold on. Pause that. Why did he just... Did he say they're... At the, the bad guys are ahead of the other agencies? Is that yeah. shade at the fire yeah. department? Yeah. <laughs> Sanitation don't got a motherfucking robot.
<laughs> they do actually. I, I oh, think he's they? talking about like New Jersey police. And, and, oh, and, I see. And, uh, maybe like the NSA police departments. Even still, whoever the fuck they're talking about, just talk about your robot yeah, and the positive attributes of your robot. While using technology going forward. Here's what New Yorkers can expect from uh, this new new mindset that I have uh, oh boy. Of, by using pre-existing technology. Again, with oh, every fucking time, it's like... Well, now he's back to mindset. pre-existing technology. Yeah. <laughs> First it was existing. Now it's pre-existing. <laughs> We got to use old that technology. Robots have. have been around since the Jetsons. It's nothing new. It's nothing new, people. It's pre-existing. Yeah. K five was assembled by <laughs> Spacely Sprockets. <laughs> Isaac Asimov conceived of this in 1937. <laughs> it's nothing new. Midnight and 6 a.m. at the Times Square subway station for two months. With the duration of the trial, it will be accompanied by a police officer at all times. And for the oh, first two weeks, goodness. what could go wrong? We'll be trained to map out the station. We'll move around the main station area and not on the platform. We want to be clear on that. No. It will record video that can be reviewed so if in you're case a cop of an emergency or a And crime. your manager, your supervisor, pulls you aside. It's like, all right, we got a new detail for you. For the next two months, your entire job is just you got to follow this fucking robot around to the Times Square subway station. Are you excited for that, or are you like annoyed that you have to do that? Annoyed. You think? I mean, because now less... this robot's also looking at you and the dirty shit you're doing, right? That's true. Yeah. But it's hey. programmed not to care about that. <laughs> hey Thompson. Hey, th you're off the streets, pal. You're working the robot, Times Square station. <laughs> I don't want to hear another word. Yeah, but, anytime, but, anytime the cop wants to beat up a homeless person, he just presses the uh, blue wall of silence button. And it means <laughs> everything out for a period of time. <laughs> they stick together. K5 sticks together with the cops. Is there a rough up an informant button? or? There's got to be. Yes. It would not record audio, and it will not use facial recognition. However, the oh. K5 does have a button that connects you immediately to a live person that didn't so it can murder them. Utilize 24-7 yeah. with oh. questions, concerns, or to report an incident if needed. And at the end of the two months, we will assess the robot's effectiveness and decide whether and how we will continue to use it moving forward. So we know now New the York rule is, is anytime you see one of these, you have to press that like button to just to fuck with it. And they just keep walking. 35 yeah. million opinions. So Until the person on the all. other side of that button, like, quits their job from being so fucking annoyed at the false calls and notifications. Sure. But they are going to feel. Oh, wait, I guess the if there's a cop standing next to it the whole time. Technology yeah. that will continue to keep. But I think safe. the cop is just like with the thing in the beginning in order to like technology. Can you pause it for a second. The cop is just there to like to like make sure the thing doesn't go haywire and explode and like start killing people. I think mm -hmm. I don't think it's permanently meant to have a cop next to it. Right, but for those for the first two months. Yeah, but now I'm just like wondering, like, so if a person shows up and is asking that cop for help, whose only job now is to follow around this robot, does he yeah. help or does he say, no, no, no you got to press the button? Sorry, lady. I'm just an observer now. I'm not yeah, here. No, that's, a good, that's a good question. 
No, nah, I'm sure they would t- take the opportunity to arrest people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sh- I'm being serious. I think they're probably, probably right. Yeah. Or you know, New York whatever. To say- do whatever they do all day. <laughs> I believe we must do it wisely and not intrusively. We are committed to exploring innovative tools to continue to make this city the safest big city in America. And this uh, robot K5, it has the potential to serve as an important tool in our tuba. All right. Let me uh, fast In our tuba? Tuba raba. Tuba raba. Tuba raba. I want to get this. The, the chief. Oh, look, uh, the guy uh, took a shit. He's smiling now. Oh, nice. Yeah, he soiled his diapy. Work <laughs> is one team in this city. There's leadership, cops, cameras, and cameras. Oh, if we're going to explain. There we go. Ah, this is the gold. Lame question. So, uh, I think as was mentioned in a, in a, uh, in the opening, we're going to have a, a uniform cop from uh, Taru uh, assigned, if you will, to the robot. Uh, for from the where? First Taru? Yeah, I don't know what that is. Pilot. Uh, the officers that will be assigned uh, with K-5 are, are certainly trained in how to use it. Uh, and, and depending on, on how that goes after the two-month pi- uh, pilot is over, uh, if we're going to expand upon it, certainly we'll have more training for other officers. Oh, they're going to walk alongside of it, and, and a lot of it has to do with, with transparency and oh, questions and curiosity from the public, right? I mean, to have a uniform cop walking with it, particularly in the initial, uh, you know, infancy stages, if you will, as we're introducing it to the public, it's very important that the public knows what this robot is, what its capabilities are. Uh, so that's in, in large part why we're. We might have to make an example of a few people. Again, like I mentioned, after the two-month uh, pilot, uh, we'll reassess and see how we move forward. It's nice that they cast this part with Robert Wall. Uh. <laughs> yes. Trying to figure out who you reminded me of. That's so fucking His top oh my god! Okay, <laughs> wow, nailed it! Oh my god! Mayor, good morning. President Davey. Uh, His Andrew name is Albert, David. Show uh, some respect to the president. Don't call him President Davey. He's also You're a member of the MTA uh, board and to everyone. And thank you for being here and welcome to the station that sits below the crossroads of the world. The crossroads of the world. The busiest train station <laughs> attached to the largest uh, subway system in the nation. This guy's literally every dude in my neighborhood is this guy. Looks like him, sounds like him. It's every no, guy in my neighborhood. This guy lives in Long Island. Probably. The crossword of the world. Ten across. Four letter (laughs) word for murdering uh, homeless people. Mayor Adams and his administration has been crystal clear and vocal since day one. Public safety was going to be and is his top priority. And when it comes to public safety, there's no one that does it better in the world than the NYPD. Yeah, because they kill anyone that's unsafe. Tried and true methods of subway policing, deploying cops and turnstiles, 
on platforms, in mezzanine areas, and even inside moving trains, has been the cornerstone of our crime deployment and crime reduction strategy. Mm. And this administration's investments and support, support, and through long hours and hard work by the men and women of the NYPD, overall crime in the subway system is down. Come this on, you're year supposed to say birthing persons year, of the NYPD. And this guy's so right. fucking behind. Lows. This year alone, Ugh. subway crime is down 4.5 percent versus last year. You can get the memo. He's a rebel. In fact, <laughs> overall crime in the subway system put up with is that woke down shit. comparing versus right. pre-pandemic years. For example, crime is down 8.1 percent versus 2019. Great, right? Crime is down 8.9 percent. That's just wow. the amount of people versus that died during COVID. Yeah. <laughs> when taking out the pandemic years of 2020 there. and 2021, for obvious reasons, only two years in recorded history have lower overall crime numbers in the subway system well here's the question then the if that's all happening why do we now need a fucking robot i was well, just gonna say why if are things are going so great it's like it's fine. no it's all thanks to the robot the eight minutes that they've had him in service it has lowered crime 8.9 percent <laughs> Today, we take that notion of tried and true policing, of assigning a transit cop to their post, and we bring that to a different level. Under the leadership of Mayor Adams and Commissioner Caban, the NYPD continues to take strides to explore innovative approaches to 21st century policing. Several months ago, we introduced to the world the idea of a robot that would, in essence, patrol a subway station. It's fitting that we are near the theater district because today, K-5 is taking center stage. Oh, oh my boy. God. Get Welcome the... All right, enough. I've had it with Michael Kemper. Yeah. He lost right. me. It makes me just cringe a little bit that I used to have an accent that was somewhere in the ballpark in zip oh code. Oh, my God. Bit. I can't imagine. And not that bad, but... I mean, I feel like it still leaks out occasionally. Well, I don't hear it. Thank you. Maybe I it's like hard. when you're like in an argument or something. I know some yes. people like get more accented when they're emotional. Well, you may hear me lapse into it on this show and have thought that I was doing a bit, but I oh. actually, I mean, to an extent, yes, I do it sometimes, but there are also other times that it just, I just, hey, fuck, this fucking guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You know, that's the thing. You never know when it's a bit. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> you got to call it out. I will try to do that next Thank time. You. That was a bit. I'm sure that's a great for comedy purposes. <laughs> <laughs> that was a joke, people. Um. All right. What are you eating, Rob? Having a little bit of gum, I should I should chew it out. Just gum. I had a little I had a little dry mouth. Oh. Uh, in other news, folks, don't bring your dog to a metal show. Oh. Uh, Who did that? Dave Mustaine. <laughs> no, some fan uh, at this motionless and white show. Use your microphone voice as you spit out your gum. I was spitting out the gum. Uh, some fan uh, went to the Motionless and White show. Uh, mo- the band Motionless and White. And uh, in- this is in Scranton, which 
I mean, that explains things. By the way, Canine just got an alert that there was gum littered onto the floor of your apartment. It'll be there very shortly. <laughs> I, have a, I have a trash can over here. Get out of here. I'm not spitting gum on my floor. Well, that's we got to work out the kinks in the K5 system. Who thought this was a good idea, bringing the dog? <laughs> the dog seems pretty chill. The dog is not having a good it's well, this is a big the fucking show. Handle the loud sound. Is it like a service dog? I got I'm that little vest. Sure. Well, I mean, you can just buy that on eBay. You know, that doesn't mean anything. It's true. Rob, are you saying that uh, blind and deaf people are liars? Is that what you're saying? I'm not saying that. I'm saying uh, people who are not blind and not deaf take advantage of the system in place for people who are blind and deaf right but uh, just because they want their their pup with them at all times i will say that um emotionless and white show is a great place for a deaf person to be <laughs> it's one of the best places you can go it should I be an audience know, full uh, of deaf people don't know anything about motionless and white i th- what we just heard was the most i've ever heard of them but i assume they're horrible rob oh okay are they horrible? They're they're what you would consider ho- horrible. Yes. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> what about me? Yeah, I'm not sure you guys. I don't think they're your. Well, what's their genre? Your, I mean? They're like kind of metalcore. Here, here's oh. a little more uh, footage uh, of, of the dog. So what we're saying is this is animal cruelty. I'm exposing. The dog does not look comfortable. I mean, because of the music, though. So. All I'm What's seeing that? is a lamb goat search page, Rob. Oh, whoops. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was on the wrong tab because I, I remember lamb goat actually had a good. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, boy. I don't know the dog can handle how loud uh, the noise right. is, too. Like, it's. it's, it's dogs Maybe the dog is deaf. Yeah, did they, maybe it's a service person. Yeah. The dog is like, I'd like to go to the show, please. <laughs> I love looking at scene girls. Imagine He's you have me. like a, a, a amazing dog, the first dog ever that can talk, but he doesn't have anything interesting to say. He just wants to go to shitty. He's just got portion. basic bitch t- music taste. What That's a it. dilemma. By the way, RIP stands for Rover in the Pit. <laughs> Good. But you're against this, Rob. I am against this. Do not do it. Well, then against it. <laughs> uh, leave, leave the dog at home. I would never bring Bobka to a show. Well, Bobka's also tiny and very skittish. This dog was big and seemed like sort of placid about the whole thing. Mm, don't do it. It's too loud. It's too loud for humans. Right. And <laughs> now, was it for the whole set or just like this one moment that people filmed sure. and then he got out I'm, of there? I am not sure. But uh, cool. no, it was. I, th- I think it was for a few songs at least. It wasn't just. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. It's not clear how long the the dog was there, but just don't think it's something you should be doing. Poor Fair. dog has ten- tinnitus now. I. It could. They're not supposed to hear sounds that loud. Where's K five when you need him to go in there and arrest this person? And bring <laughs> yeah, have, have the, those robots patrolling the pit. <laughs> Instead yeah. of security guards, won't be any of these windmill punching motherfuckers anymore. You break Days your fucking hand. Yeah. 
Uh, also, I don't know. We briefly touched on this a few months ago or a few weeks ago about the singer of Thy Art is Murder. Oh, yeah. Being like a transphobe. Said some Shocking. dumb shit. And uh, he, he was like it. quoting Matt Walsh about some inaccurate story about how some parents uh, asked their child if they were a boy or a girl and, and the child was, you know, born one gender and said they were the opposite gender. And so Walsh claimed that they got the child gender reassignment uh, surgery mm-hmm. as five or whatever. And this is false, and, you're saying. Uh, yeah, I don't. I do not believe that is legal. I don't think you are allowed uh, to do that to uh, children. Uh, you could do. Pu- you could give them medication to delay the onset of puberty, but I do not believe you can. What would they you know, say if a parent asked the kid, "Are you a boy or a girl?" And the kid said, "Neither. I'm a police robot." <laughs> uh, That's next. Anyway. They take him down to the river and uh... <laughs> drown them. <laughs> The witch. <laughs> Don't do that. Just a joke. Yeah, just stop uh, showing your kids Paw Patrol. <laughs> I, I forget what exactly. Excuse me. The singer. Oh, uh, C.J. McMahon said that uh, the woman in in the story should be burned to death. Jesus Christ! Take her to the river, I guess. Oh, uh, yeah. And that. Uh, all these things about, um, you know, anti-trans stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, yesterday, Thy Art is Murder released a new album. Okay. And they announced yesterday <laughs> that they are firing the singer, C.J. McMahon, Chris McMahon or something like that is his name. Whatever. Uh, and they had fired him, and in secret... Uh, re-recorded the vocal like a new vocalist re-recorded the vocals and the release features new vocals and I think uh, the funniest part about this is nobody noticed until the band announced (laughs) like people had heard the songs before the announcement yes yes and no one could tell not only that but CJ McMahon uh, was promoting the album as recently as the night before Wow. So he didn't so, notice he, either? He didn't know until the announcement was made on social media that he's out of the band. But didn't he listen to the tracks that were released and know that he wasn't on the album? Maybe they gave him an out-of-date version and then ah, that's all, I don't know. Subterfuge. Uh, it's a good question. But uh, Maybe he just, I just didn't listen. Say... He hates the band as much as everyone else does. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's really that's a real sign of you know the level of talent in the band, <laughs> or you know how yes it, how easily re- replaceable uh, things are. Well, was he and, fired due to his bigoted statements or something yes. else? Oh. No. And uh, he said, uh, oh, "Okay, so they said what transpired over the past month was not the cause of the action, but just another symptom of the drawn-out breakdown in his character and judgment. The straw that broke the camel's back, if you will. So I think it's just they were annoyed with him for a long time, and this was just the, the last thing. And so Thy Art is Murder, I believe their whole vibe is anti-religion, and he's preaching a very religious point of view. And it's like, hey, that, this isn't what the band is yeah. about. 
Uh, and uh, the, the point I'm getting to here with the story is I'm so glad to be out of metal media <laughs> because I would not have a fun time covering this story. When, Imagine when the this, comments. So I've only exactly that's exactly what I'm getting to. Uh, I've I've like I've mostly like right now is the most research I've done on this story just to talk about it, just to give the context of what I want to say right here, which is that when this announcement was made, every top comment that I saw on social media on outlets covering the story was some version of what did he do wrong? Like, oh, he Isn't got this a free he, country. We have yeah, oh, he got. He got fired for speaking the truth. He got fired for being based. And, and it's like like the uh, I don't know if it's the persistent point of view, but it is the algorithmically favored point of view mm. <laughs> that, you know, the just outward transphobia in the metal scene. It's disgusting, especially with like the idea that metalheads would be transphobic is so hard for me to comprehend because metalheads in a greater society are treated like freaks <laughs> are Still? treated like, i think so no uh, i don't think it's I the don't same know. as it it's, used it, to be it, there there is a stigma i feel so you would think you would think there would be some form of sympathy here uh, and I want to say I'm, I know plenty of metalheads that are not transphobic, that are very LGBTQ plus friendly and uh, and all that stuff, which is why it's so jarring for me to see in the in the greater Internet. Well, yeah, those <laughs> people have like better this. things to do with their time than post in comment sections. Yes, yes. That that's another great. Point, and also, I'm sure a lot of it's just people that don't care about the issue and are just mad that the singer of the band they like isn't in the band anymore. No, I don't like know. if it was a bassist being replaced, I doubt they would care as much. Nobody but the noticed like the face that of the, the singer was replaced. How how mad could they really be? <laughs> Nobody pointed out it's a new singer until the band mentioned it. Fair. I don't know. I've, I it's another band I've never heard. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so and it like I guess I saw like Phil Levante, like oh, what boy. did he do? What did he do? What did he do? He said we should leave our kids all we shouldn't snip our kids' dicks off. What did he do? Yeah, I agree with that, but no one's doing that. Yeah. It's annoying. Uh, I'm sure he'll start another band and it'll be very successful. Mm. Him and Tommy Vexed and Labonte, they could all and fucking Tim Lambesis. So they're all singers, right? I guess they do. They know instruments. Can they learn? Also, instruments? why do all these meatheads that just play music for a living like feel the need to opine on these very sensitive topics all the time? Well, the other thing media, that's man. interesting to me is, you know, there's artists uh, like Phil Bonte and, you know, Ronnie Radke that are anti cancel culture, so to speak. And right. then when a band takes a position that they don't agree with, we like Ronnie Radke's like you need to boycott thy art is murder now like that's cancel culture that's literally you're you're canceling thy art is murder yeah. for taking a political stand like like it is not within is it not within their right to not want to work with this I guy don't even think it's a political stand I think they're just like this guy's become too fucking annoying to be in a band with anymore I don't know and a liability for PR too yes yeah. yes exactly but also, like, I don't even really want to hear these guys opine on anything, even when I agree with them. Like, just play your fucking music. Like, why do I need to hear you're pro-trans either? You know, all right. I mean, but it's obviously less objectionable. But, like, 
why do they all feel compelled as if they're the, the oracles of our time or something like just play your stupid guitar like shut the save it up. for between song banter if i'm already at your show i don't need to see it on your social media but also no, even though no, I, still, I still don't want to hear political rant it's this <laughs> yeah. stupid show sorry well even if it's carlos santana saying that uh, the children need to be protected while a bass line is going behind him Ba-doom, doom, 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 doom. <laughs> don't snip your kids penises off <laughs> he could be the guitarist in that band okay well, the crowd bring the bassist along because he has practice. <laughs> that crowd was was very put off by his uh, ramblings, though, wasn't it? I feel like it was mixed. Yeah, that might not be the maybe. Maybe Carlos Santana should go like form a metal band with that guy rather than him touring with Santana. Then it could be, be like his new smooth. Yeah, go even more aggro than Matchbox Twenty. They'll uh, they'll have he'll finally find an audience for his old boomerisms. My God! But Rob says that their most metalheads are allies, so I don't know what that. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I, I would think... say it's I would say it's at least like I I can't say most. I, I I haven't done a proper survey, but I feel like in my peripheral of metalhead friends, I, there's no mooks. I will. <laughs> well, that's just because uh, you wouldn't be friends with mooks. It's true. That's self-selecting useless. sample yeah well can i give my anecdotal thoughts on this and this is by no means a scientific sampling but sure but all i, I all, all, all i would just add is like i think different bands have different that's also true uh types of of audience members that that lean one way or the other but now what is your anecdotal uh, i think uh, broadly point? broadly over the years uh i think metalheads are generally open to bonding with uh oppressed communities and like you know they've defended like black people and so forth whenever there was a something issue in the news or someone's just being harassed in a pit somewhere but but i think there's a difference when it comes to trans people because it's so poorly understood and there's such a stigma that i don't think people look at it as like you know this is an oppressed group I think they look at it as that they're freaks and they're just deciding to do something on their own and that they're really men and they want to be women. And I think that that the same people who might be broad minded at another context, they're so poorly educated on on what a, a transgender person is that they will stigmatize them where they might not do that to somebody else. That's fair. Uh Ordering more gum on Amazon. <laughs> I'm. Uh, there's an interview with the the uh, guitarist of Deftones where he talks about flat Earth stuff a little more. Which What's I, this I guy's name? You, We've played Stephen stuff. Carpenter. Yeah, yeah we, we, a while like a ago, ago when, when yeah. he first came out with it, we played like some crazy. He thought we're all in a simulation. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to cue this up. Uh, a little bit, but uh, uh, you guys talk for a second while I while I find the. the, the, the... <laughs> Go ahead, Hello, no. talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst Hello, yourselves sir. about about metal fans. Oh, about oh no! Oh, it has to be about that. No, it doesn't have to be anything. No, I was going to ask what Sid was eating for dinner tonight. Uh, I don't know. We've signed up for this new uh, food delivery service called Green Chef. Oh yeah, yeah, you so, mentioned that. 
I have a Mediterranean chicken bowl, I think, tonight is what's on the menu. It's actually been pretty good. I'm pleasantly surprised with how the meals have been so far because our our pal Lonnie is also a subscriber. And he was his reviews were mixed at best. Oh, really? I have not had. Apparently, he only does the keto friendly option, Uh, which I don't think we selected. And everything we've had has been pretty damn good. I have no complaints so far. How's the portion size? Fine. I'm never like super hungry afterwards. It's just just enough. You cook it or you make the wife do it? Oh, the wife does that. I don't know how to oh, cook okay. shit. If there was microwavable stuff, I could do that. But uh, anything I thought else it was like a, like pre-made though. Well, you still have to cook the chicken and the vegetables. It's like pre-cut and portioned yeah. out and stuff, but you still have yeah. to do the cooking. It's like half cooking. <laughs> Dusty Rhodes Muffler Mediterranean Chicken Bowl was Rob's nickname in high school. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't make sense. Mediterranean chicken hull, more like it. Oh, get a little salmonella up in that hole. Oh, Sal and his whole family. Send in, send in K5. Solve <laughs> oh, that situation. Right, clean that right out. Yeah. All right. So here's the, here's the part where he talks about the flat earth stuff, where he's kind of just like, people don't get it. Oh, boy. And Steven is the one on the left. I have my moments where I, I can get stuck in a rut, but generally speaking, no, I, I, I'm pretty, pretty good and comfortable in the studio. I've, I've always enjoyed that process because it's always been that place where you could really, you know, you know, show what you can do, you know, as far as, you know, the red lights on, let's make sure we got it, you know, mm-hmm. um, but otherwise, uh, sometimes it's a little, it, it you know, it, it could jam you up, but it's, it's not often. Like I know I'm probably going to disappoint a lot of people with this interview because I know there's a lot of people that are, like want to hear about flat Earth and all these conspiracies and stuff. But I'm a music hound and like <laughs> you know, so I kind of want to know about all this like you know inner band sort of stuff and like no, how yeah. a record's made and all that kind of stuff. That's like what really interests me. So it's actually I'm sure we'll talk about some of that stuff in a bit here. But um, yeah, yeah no, I, mean, I, I think this, I'm thinking on the same length you are right now. You know, I mean, I there's. The subject itself, obviously, is a, is is a, a an incredible subject because there's so much to it. You know what I mean? But I generally don't talk about it a lot unless I'm just trying to get. You know, I want to see somebody's response when you just bring it up to them. Like, mm-hmm. like what? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's the reason that we're speaking, obviously, because that's. I mean, apparently, somebody had said that you had watched one of the documentaries or whatever, and then and next thing you know, he became a flat earther. So I was like, well, "That's cool." And that and I was like, "Well, that's cool." But then I actually like started, you know, looking into you and stuff, and then I found out it was like, "Oh, you're into golf and smoking mad weed and you know, recording uh-huh. well, and shit." I'm like, "Dude, this sounds like podcast. a guy I grew up with," you know, <laughs> listening yeah. to more in the Misfits and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, no, I'm living life and. Uh... Like everyone, before they become a flat earther, I, uh, you know, I laughed at it all the time. You know, my friend would bring it up to myself and another mutual friend myself. of ours. And, you know, I didn't realize I didn't I, I was unaware of the three stages that all truth passes through at that point. You know, oh, boy. <laughs> I, I was I was going through stage two and my friend was going through stage. I mean, excuse me, I was going through stage one and my friend was going through stage two and uh <clears throat> but uh and i and i often tell this to people i'm like you know the, the the really one of the hardest parts about that subject is is i could actually sit and explain to people uh everything i know i could tell you everything that i'm aware of and that i've learned about you know is you know all the different things and no amount of me explaining it to you 
will actually make you recognize it. It's not until you actually see something that you identify with personally before you're like, okay, wow. Yeah. That like psychological phenomenon is something that it took me probably like six to eight months to really get. Cause it was like, well, why no, all the evidence is there. Why don't people get it? And then you realize it's, it's a, it's a psychological thing. It's a spiritual thing. It's a thing that you have to actually awaken your consciousness to. So that's why a lot of the browbeating that happened early on with a lot of the flat earth community and other, you know, people, it's just like, you just gotta be like, well, they're not ready or whatever. You know, know, it's like, you gotta, you know, offer it and then want it, move on kind of thing, you know? And yeah, you, 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 or not offer it. That's fine too. Whether they hit that 300 yard drive down the center or they smash it into the trees, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, wait, was, does uh, the curvature of the yeah, earth said, affect golf? Like you said, at the very beginning, <laughs> no, there is no curvature. That's his proof. That's, That's how he saying. was awoken is that he would fl- do transcontinental flights. And when he would look out the window, he wouldn't notice a curve. He would just be right. flat. So that, that's, that's what I'm saying. For him. So the fact that he's he's hitting these drives are based on the fact that the earth is flat is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Like if exactly. it was curved, he'd be a shitty golfer. He might still be a shitty golfer. Right. That's true. Worse. You yeah. Know, um, talking to you is, is awesome for me because it was your video, the litmus test video. That was my awakening. Like I said, Boy. my friend had had mentioned it, many, you know, for months on end and months on end. He just what an I annoying laugh fucking at him and my friend, other friend, Jesus they'd Christ. Get into shoving matches, this guy know, should be like, hey, I just said about, I don't want to fucking uh, talk know, about flat abuse. earth. Yeah. I want to talk about music. Be like everybody else and just talk to your friends about BJJ all the time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he just stopped bringing it up to us. And uh, uh, he obviously he never stopped. Once you're aware of the subject, you just always look. The at earth it, is obviously I mean? flat, man, or else and, uh, when I grapple, I would roll right off the side. Later, he had right. sent me the link to that video. And um, <laughs> my first response was laughter like it always was. I was like, wow, you know, I my friend really believes this. And I and, I, and it was actually that response that made me actually you know, I was like you know what this one this one of my great friends I, I owe it to him to actually look at what he sent because up until that point I'd never seen anything you know he's never shown anything to us which is kind of actually strange that we that it took him so long to actually show us something mm-hmm. and uh but so I was uh we were just finishing up a tour that we had done in Texas and we had been talking about doing a tour of just Texas alone for years and years and we finally did it and when he sent me that link that was on the day that i was actually coming home and uh i got home uh you know i was I, I, you know i live in california you know two hour flight or whatever from dallas there we go. and um when i got back you know I, I watched the video while i was in in and out of doing uh laundry and stuff like that and time i finished the video my laundry at the same time you know i roughly finished them about the same time i was like I think I'm going to watch that one more time, but this time without interruptions, because it was pretty compelling. You know, I was like, wow, <laughs> well, I watched it again. You know, I make sure you know I wasn't paying attention to anything else, but I was definitely just absorbing everything in that video. And and what what snapped me out of my out of my dream was the all the things to do with air travel and all the flight routes and stuff like that, because I literally just came back from being on a plane. And I've, you know, I've looked out the windows left and right of planes for years now. And I've always been like, wow, look how far you could see. You know what I mean? Like, 
And never in the and never in any of those viewings do I ever remember anything representing a globe. Depressed. You're not like, high I mean, enough. You just, you you just dumb fuck. Whether you're over land or you're over the ocean. I just love it's just a table down there. It's just a tabletop. It's a tabletop. Oh That's God. the one thing that got me because I was, you know, I was a sort of like a, a hiker. That's one thing that got me. Ignorance. <laughs> Can I ask a question? No. Yeah. Like <laughs> Who gives a shit? Like, okay, yeah. like if I had a friend who was this persistent, I'd be like, okay, fine, you you're right, the Earth is flat. Anything else? Like, what do I need to do now? How do I need to change my life to adapt to this? Or can I go on exactly the way I've been going? Oh, I can. All right, cool. Well, Sid, like, here's whatever. the problem: the globalist elites are pretending that the Earth Earth is flat. It's not flat to <laughs> further their agenda. So that's where you're wrong. It does affect you. Ah, god damn it. Oh well, I guess I'm a sheep. <laughs> but I like what is he do- other than I now think... he's the weird flat earth guy? How has this guy's life changed since he's been he awoken? Knows the truth. He knows yeah. the truth. That's great. Great for him. Yeah. I wish I had a, so much leisure time that I could sit down and fucking worry about the worth being flat all fucking day. <laughs> Do do people ask other members of the Deftones what they think of this? Like, is this the only question Chino ever has to answer? Uh, I think like uh, Chino said something like, "Yeah, you know, people." He's an interesting just, guy. You, you got, yeah, you got to love people for who they are. Something like that, you know, like just because, like, like, I'm assuming this friend is a friend of the whole band, right? Was this guy the only one that I, was converted? I don't though know. I don't know. Definitely the only one. I, I don't think any other member of Deftones has come out as a flat earther. Uh, That's so a shame. I believe Chino actively said he does, he is not a flat earther. So I think it's just yeah he he writes great riffs. So we put up. They with need the to bullshit, make, I think they name. need to make new world tour shorts where shirts where it's just like a table. <laughs> world tour 2023 and it's just like a flat table. Yeah, they're all standing on a like a, some oak tag or something. <laughs> I am the Deftones. What does he What does he think about uh, trans people? Oh my god! And... Well, it was a transatlantic flight. I don't know if that's good or bad. <laughs> they tried to sniff snip off the plane's nose cone. <laughs> <laughs> they peeled it back, and it was just a plain yeah. clit. It's very yeah, sad. He, he was very upset about that. Join up with the Diodas murder guy. Oh my god. There, there you go. They finally another instrument for the, yeah. the supergroup. Put the two of them in K five in a band. Oh well, Stephen Carpenter is still in. <laughs> He's still oh. in Deftones. Oh, I'm just saying he could yeah, quit yeah. just because to preemptively prevent such a situation happening. He wants to surround himself with people with op- more open minds. Right. It's his own well being. Yes. So open that your brain falls out. <laughs> Well, thank God the Earth is flat, so it won't roll away. At least, you know, that's pick true. It up. Pick it right up. Okay, five could be there. <laughs> the, oh, the upskirt unit because it's flat. See, it's perfect. It all comes back full circle. Is that going to be the episode title, Rob? The upskirt unit. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's fifty cents side project. <laughs> upskirt unit. Oh my God. Oh dear. That's his OnlyFans page that he's starting. Let's take a moment to uh, talk about our Spotify playlist. Yeah. Every week we each pick a song, we drop it on a Spotify playlist. Uh, you could search for RIP, a live cast music break. 
and uh, uh, each of us pick a song. There's over 560 songs, thirty over 37 hours of music. Throw it on shuffle. Do it on you know traditional, any way you want. Uh, this week I picked a song called Harvest from Empire State Bastard. Who's that? And Empire State Bastard is actually a new band from Slayer drummer Dave Lombardo. No. And two members of, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, right uh, the, their UK band Biffy uh, Clyro. Oh, Biffy Clyro. I've seen yeah, them. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's actually really good. It's like, uh, it's almost. It's like Motionless is White. It's not Phantomas, but there's Phantomas vibes and also like grungy, sludgy stuff. So it's very interesting. It's very unique and, and in a way kind of like a throwback to the 90s. Uh, I was very impressed with this band. They played earlier this week. I did not go because then I would have been going to shows three nights in a row and I am too old for that show. What are the other two shows you went to? Uh, I went to see Better Lovers, which is the band with Greg from Dillinger Escape Plan and members of Every Time I Die. It was a very, very good show. It's, it's, I saw you like, tweeted that you had an extra ticket. Did anyone end up claiming that? No one claimed it. No, no. it's very sad. Very sad. Bought a ticket for my friend. He ended up having a ticket. We didn't realize until that moment. So why but was it your pain. job to find a t- new new person and not your friend's job? I was the one who had the ticket. It was on my account. But he could have sold the one on his account and then taken the he one. He was that- already inside. Oh, what a, what a shitty friend. Call him out. Who is this? He's done. No, no. Sean Grazines. Oh, no. It's not, the, it's, it's not the end of the world because I support the band and I support the venue. So I'm okay with all of them. Give, You're okay them with one less person seeing their music and buying their merch. Well, they made the money. What do you mean? I bought a ticket. I, I paid Did twice you buy a shirt? the amount. I wanted to, but the line was too long at the end. I just wanted to go home. I was going to. I'm going to do it online. I'm going to buy it online. You got to buy really two. Like the band. Maybe. Uh, but yeah, I saw them, and then I saw Cold Cave last night, which is like a goth new wave band. Oh yeah, with the guy from uh, what's American what's that Nightmare. band? Yes, oh. West Island. And uh, it was so wild. Like I I haven't seen a band like this in a while that had like that whole indie ironic detachment thing going. Like first of all, their their faces weren't lit the whole time. The lighting all came from behind. Uh, they played through a drum machine and had a drummer, which was a little which was a choice. Okay. But the music was really good and it was fun. Uh, Does that dude still only have one hand? Uh, It looked like he had two hands. I don't know. I think he only has one hand. Oh, I don't know. I didn't notice one way or the other. Look at you. You don't, you don't see disabilities. That's right. Everyone's equal to you. What was your pick, Sid? Um, The new, the Netflix series sex education came back earlier this week. It's a great show. British show. And uh, the musician Ezra Furman always does a lot of the soundtrack for this show. So there's a new Ezra Furman song that played at the end of the first episode that I liked. And so I picked that. I believe it's called Forever in Sunset. It's a great show. Ezra Furman's great. Good stuff. Dorinsky, what was your pick? I was in a, uh, a lift uh, and the whole way home, man uh, driving the lift car uh, was playing Duran Duran. It was like a bit of a throwback for me. So I used to love Duran Duran, kind of fell out of really listening to them too often. But I'm a big fan of Duran Duran, and appropriately because I heard this 
song in a car. I picked the song uh, Being Driven by Someone Else. I picked uh, The Chauffeur. Nice. Did that play while you were in the car? No. Okay. It's playing the more uh, like early 90s stuff. Ordinary World? Uh, ordinary World and that's, that whole era. That's a classic. Uh, yeah. That whole era. But. Nice. Rob, we got an email from uh, Israeli guy following up on last week. That's didn't right. We? That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, last week we played a catchy, catchy new number from Israel uh, called Super Trump. Right? Was that what it was called? Super Trump. I don't know if it was called that. That was the hook. I can't find the uh, the. Uh, the original video i wanted to play it now as we're it's okay we don't need that earworm all over again all right fine but uh uh who was it dusty roosevelt for the chat was like oh israeli guy's totally gonna email about this and sure enough (laughs) we did get a comment from israeli guy he noted uh that this is a really catchy song it's from 2019 although i have never heard it before israeli Uh, casey Kasem. Super Israeli Trump says, was recorded in 2019. Israeli guy says that mainstream Israelis do not favor Trump and do not see him. Oh, and do see him as the delusional person that he is. Uh, and uh, well, I, I don't know. I don't I'm going to push back on this. I, I feel like, you know, I'm sure there's uh, very the, the, these people exist, as Israeli guy says. But I also think there's a, a huge portion that. You know, yeah. look look the other way on, on on things that they would criticize about him because of his favorability to Israel and all the things he's right. done, which they, they would want. Uh, he, so then he mentioned something about Micronesia. Do you guys remember what we mentioned about Micronesia? Why he's bringing that up? Well, because well, it's mentioned in the, in the song, I guess. Uh, that's like the, one, the only country that supports Israel or something. And they gave him kind of a backhanded yeah. slap in the song. Like, like only Micronesia supports us. So right now, I remember. So uh, Israeli guy points out in a UN vote around 12 years ago for a Palestinian state, they voted against. This was really strange because before that, nobody in Israel was aware they even existed. So now people remember their name. Another slap. Uh, they got on their shit list. No, they uh, got on their good list. Oh, the yeah. good list. Oh, oh saying, Micronesia voted against P- Palestine. Yeah. And so I'm just Israel saying like, Israeli oh, guys there. giving another slap because it's yeah. like nobody knew they fucking existed. Now they're our best Oh, friends. I see. Uh, Israeli guy also points out that these kids did not write the lyrics, uh, <laughs> that this is some 70-year-old right-wing guy. And, no shit. Uh, did we say guy, the kids wrote the lyrics? Uh, Israeli no, says he's not sure if the kids understand half of what they're saying. Yeah. 100%. Uh, he, half he conclu- is generous. He concludes with, anyway, I hope you will get a proper president this time around. Sorry, Israeli guy. We not going to happen. Decidedly <laughs> unlikely. It's Trump or dementia Trump. That's our yeah. two options. <laughs> dementia Trump. <laughs> dementia, dementia Trump. Trump. <laughs> <laughs> uh i want to of course mention our patreon patreon.com slash r.i.p livecast you like what you hear you want more livecast you need more we got more five bucks a month gets you access to over three years of bonus episodes audio and video alike 
And uh, every month we post two new episodes exclusively to the Patreon, which you get access to, and you get to support your favorite three Jewish podcasters from South Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And so we had just posted an episode earlier in the month where we did a roundtable discussion over the 1975 movie The Sunshine Boys, starring Walter Matthau and George Burns. The movie is available to watch for free, so you can watch the movie on your own, then watch our one-hour discussion or listen to our one-hour discussion about the whole thing. It's a fun time. And then uh, uh, earlier in the month, we did a listen-along to the Guns N' Roses album Chinese Democracy, which is about to be 20 years old, which is pretty good. crazy to think about. Uh, and, and we ended up liking it. And uh, uh, some past episodes we watched, we did watch-alongs of some South Brooklyn reality shows. We listened to the Megadeth album Risk. We listened mm-hmm. to Saint Anger. We listened to the new Megadeth album. We listened. We watched uh, Rob Schneider's terrible <laughs> new stand-up special. We watched a show on Netflix called Jewish Matchmaking. You could just hang out with us all the time. And plus, every week, Sits posts a exclusive column, uh, giving you the top picks on what to watch on TV and streaming. That's on our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash RIP Livecast. You want to throw us an extra five bucks, ten bucks a month. You're a top livecast fan of the week. You get a shout out at the end of the show, which is up. Oh, I'm getting word that's right now. So uh, how are we going to be doing uh, the shout outs? You want to do it as Chief Kemper? Each of these people is a robot that has different features. I am using pre-existing technology right here in this microphone to announce that the civilians, Eric, Benjamin and Dan all are top live cast fans of the week. We have apprehended Mindy Mayer Skipper for trying to assault Shisu Shisusits because he seems to claim that Hugo likes tacos. The perpetrator, Land O'Danks, uh, stumbled upon a LaCroix at approximately 8.03 p.m. Eastern Time. And he, when we approached the man and asked him, who are you? He told me, Douglas Levison, and we're like, you're not Douglas Levison. Your name is probably Corey or Scotty H or Doug Pigman or something. Let's get this robot to zap you. <laughs> Upskirt. Yes. All right. That's our show, folks. We're going to be back next week. Until then, we love you. We kiss you. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs>